Well, for the second time in two days, I am sitting in a Walmart parking lot here in my home county, northeastern Pennsylvania, about a mile from the New York border where I am unable to hunt with a crossbow. The crossbow of choice. Unless it's bungee, of course. <laughs> bungee is New York legal. Uh, that's a whole separate podcast. I do plan on doing some more on the New York topics and stuff. But I'm here today, second time in two days, sitting in this parking lot recording a podcast. Isn't that funny? Now, yesterday, I recorded an entire podcast with friend of Bungie, Gary, old grumpy hunter. We had a great time, had a great conversation for an hour, and my app on my phone did not record it. Google's made some changes. The app had made some changes. It warned me about it. It was recording. It looked like it recording, like it recorded it all. And then by the time we get done, nothing, right? No audio whatsoever. It was just a nice 45-minute long file with no audio. We had a great conversation. We'll try to recreate that or at least have new conversations to share with you in this podcast. Um, so I'm going to do more of this stuff. I'm going to figure this app out. The app worked so perfect before it recorded the phone calls, just perfect, you know, and now it's not going to do it. So got to go to a different app, I guess. Yesterday I was here because I went into Walmart. I had some business to attend to up here in this town. And then I went into Walmart and I bought a grill, right? A griddle, a Blackstone griddle which I really like so far, used it last night, worked really good, but I'm back today to buy the right cover for it, that kind of thing, so that's all I'm doing, that's why I'm up here, but I'm going to sit in the parking lot a little bit here, it's only like 7 o'clock in the morning, so I've got plenty of time to get in here before the crowds fill up, the parking lot is real quiet, there's hardly anybody here, just the workers, that sort of thing, so it's a great time to be at Walmart, you know what I'm saying, and I'm going to do this podcast, I figured while I'm sitting here, the other reason I'm not going in right away is because my iced coffee. I picked that up on the way and I haven't finished it and I don't want to go into Walmart half cocked, if you know what I'm saying. You need to be alert when you are in Walmart, don't you? So I will, from time to time, be taking a sip of my iced coffee as we're going through this thing. What I'm going to do, uh, you know from my last podcast, you know from the videos that I have uh, been running for office and that's going really well. It still requires me to put some of my time into that, of course because that's my job. And so I do that. But one of the things that I had set aside in the spring, not only making the videos, but I hadn't even responded to a lot of messages. Now I've gone through all the emails and I've responded to all of those, but people have left me messages on the website, right? Voice messages, which I always appreciate. I appreciate you contacting me and reaching out to Death by Bungie. I really do. And I want you to know that if I don't respond, it's usually because I screwed something up on my phone or something like that. It's not that I've forgotten about you and I don't care. That's not what it is. But these are messages that were sent to me, voice messages sent to me from deathbybungie.com. I'm going to do a little podcast responding to each of these messages in this podcast. We'll play the message and I'll give you my thoughts, right? That's the best I can do. And then I'll reach out to everybody and let them know the podcast is up so their answers are set forth in the podcast. Hello, I'm a new crossbow hunter. I love your series and videos on YouTube. I live in Pennsylvania near Philadelphia. How does one learn and get to possibly ever hunt with you, learn from you as a mentor? Great videos. Keep them up. I look forward to seeing them all the time. That message was from friend of Bungie, Derek, and I want to thank you for that message. Uh, congratulations on being a new crossbow hunter. Welcome to crossbow hunting. I hope 
the uh, crossbow of your choice treats you as well as my first choice of crossbows did, still going strong, going on 14 seasons now with the OB. We're wrapping up our 13th hunting season together. We're hitting the woods, hitting the fields, hunting woodchucks still, even this week as we speak. I intend to go out tonight, as a matter of fact, and see if I can get a shot or two on woodchucks. So that is something that I hope your crossbow can give you as well. And if it doesn't, I hope you find the right one, right? There's no reason, no harm in trying another one. But uh, I hope you stick, you keep at it. Learning from me, a couple ways to do that. You're doing the right thing, right? You're watching Death by Bungie. That's the best I can do for you. Every time I learn something, I uh, you know I I do the best I can, and I and then I screw things up, and then I learn from my mistakes, and I move on, and I make new mistakes, and I learn from those. So you can watch and learn from all of my mistakes. Uh, go through Death by Bungie. Go back to the old stuff. See if you can sort those videos from oldest to newest. See what strikes your fancy and start with the old stuff and move forward to the new stuff. I would also really recommend, I know I talk about this all the time, but really the books, man, I'm telling you, the Death by Bungie crossbow story, that outlines everything I learned in the first 10 years of crossbow hunting, that entire journey. You can fast forward your journey so quickly by reading that book, whether it's the audio format or the original format or the digital format you can read that book and learn so much and and jumpstart your crossbow hunting and you'll you'll gain 10 years just by doing that just by reading that book the second book now that's more in depth the death by bungee crossbow method that really tells you how to hunt is what that one the first book's more about how to you know be a crossbow hunter and to get your head around that i think that really is what it is and it's like these are great stories too because everything's a story to me right and even this podcast is a story, right? I'm responding to these messages because I didn't have time to do it before. That's part of my story. That's part of the Death by Bungie story. So that crossbow method book, though, has a lot of stories, but it tells you it's me helping Genevieve become a crossbow hunter. And holy cow, she gets to the point where, I mean, she jumps ahead 12 years in her crossbow hunting in her first season, right? She's doing stuff that it took me because she had the benefit of learning from me and learning as we go along. There isn't a history of crossbow hunting, right? There is not in this whole world, on this entire planet, a history of people who have hunted with crossbows or weapons that shoot an arrow 500 feet per second. That only happened in the last two years, last year, right? Think about that. So you have to, uh, there isn't a history, a wealth of knowledge a big knowledge pool out there to draw from, right? So, Derek, you're asking the right questions. you got to look into what can we do to learn as crossbow hunters, and I think Death by Bungie, I'm hoping that's what I'm out here for. That's what I do this for, really, is to share this stuff because I love it. I love making the videos. I love shooting the crossbow. I love hunting with a crossbow. I love talking about crossbows. I think about this stuff all day long. Even during the campaign as I'm going door to door, I'm still thinking about, man, when this is over, I'm getting back to the woods. Getting back to the woods, and that's what we're doing. So, hopefully... You got something out of that. Hopefully that helps you a little bit. Uh, as far as hunting with me is concerned, now that's a good question too. I should, uh, don't forget to mention that. Hunting with me, now I've done in the past the meet and greets and people are giving me some flack about not doing meet and greets, right? You quit hunting, you quit your annual boar hunt and I'm mad at you. Like, that was one of the comments I got, something like along those lines. Uh, and I totally get that, you know. The boar hunt last year, I just wasn't really financially in a position to do it, the meet and greet. For those of you who aren't familiar with it, what we do is an annual, uh, it wasn't an annual meet and greet, right? We had the first ever 
Death by Bungie Meat and Greet. And meat is spelled M-E-A-T because we're after meat. We're going after meat hogs and hogs and boars and whatever, right? Whatever suits your fancy at a local boar preserve. A local hunting outfit. High-fenced hunting. Great time. Very condensed version of hunting. You know, you're kind of going to a camp for a day and hunting. It's just like going to bear camp for a week and seeing what shows up, except it's all condensed into one day. It was a great time. Really had a great time. Met a lot of friends of Bungie. The first one we had, the first ever, uh, was several years ago. It was going back four or five years. That was, uh, there was only four of us that attended, me and three or four other people. And and I met some friends that I still talk to today. They're great people. These are great people. You understand what I'm saying, right? Friends of Bungie are my kind of people. That's a fact. And so I love hanging out with them, right? And a couple of them specifically, I still have daily, if not weekly, conversations with them. So the second thing, one we had, we had 16 people, I think. The third one, we filled the place up. We had 24, I think we had close to 30 total people, but it was the most they could have. They had every guide available that ever worked there come back and work at this place to help to accommodate us. They were so gracious. And I love the folks at this boar preserve, and I do intend to do it again. I'm telling you... Uh, well, first of all, my freezers, I'm out of boar meat, so I really got to do something with that. I think we're just about out. Uh, so that stuff only lasts so long. Um, but remember, these are called the first, second, and third ever, not annual. It wasn't intended to be an annual event. Uh, and I, what I had kind of thought about doing was doing one in Michigan and then doing one in Florida and then doing one in Texas or whatever and mixing it up, moving around the country, right, and doing these things in different places. And that way people would have more opportunity to do these things. You wouldn't have to drive forever. We had people, honestly, I had people driving from Virginia to come to this, from Michigan to come to this. And man, I appreciate people that want to, that that's that important to them. So Derek, to answer your question, I know it's a long-winded explanation, but uh, that's the way to hunt with me down the road. And I probably am going to do more of them. Just stay tuned to Death by Bungie. I would definitely put that on the YouTube channel. I would definitely put it on as far as the Facebook page is concerned. You want to check that out. Those are the two big social media things I do. So please, please stay tuned to Death by Bungie, Derek. You friends of Bungie that want to hunt with me or want to learn from Death by Bungie, that is the way to do it. Hello, Rich. I have watched a lot of your videos and see you have camera mounted on your crossbow to record your hunts. I would like to do the same thing and would appreciate any recommendation you would have as to what would be a good camera. I have the Oracle X scope mounted on my crossbow, so uh, maybe something that would mount on the Picatinny rail would be better. All uh, suggestions would be fully appreciated. I apologize for the quality of this recording. It sounds terrible, but I don't know how to fix it. Thank you. Well, friend of Bungie Don, you are speaking my language when you question the quality of your audio recording. Man, have I had problems with that kind of stuff over the years. So you and I are uh, two peas in a pod, if you know what I'm saying. we got the same issues. And we also want to record our hunts, which I think is so, so important. I am so glad that you're asking about this. And I can tell you, that's something that has evolved for me. When I first started crossbow hunting way back in the day, way back in the day, I first started crossbow hunting. And... Uh, I used a, uh, I, I hunted without a camera because I would always set the, I had an old video camera, Sony Handycam, and I would set that up on a tripod or I would set it up on a camera arm or whatever else, you know, giant equipment that took, weighed 15 pounds, took up a lot of space and it was clumsy and hard to use. And then I got 
a rifle cam mount that I saw advertised on, this is, talk about archaic technology. It's not even technology, right? It's not even technology. This thing, I kept it. I still got it around because I think I'm going to have a museum someday and display this kind of stuff. But I actually, on the original bungee, right, hit the woods in 2010 and I mounted the crossbow, mounted the camera on the crossbow scope. Terrible idea. Big, heavy mount that weighed about a pound. It was, it's like aluminum, right? But it had springs in it to absorb vibration. It was intended for rifles, but I just mounted it instead of right. You, it was intended to be clamped onto the barrel of the rifle, right? Which is insane. But so I didn't do that. That's not what I did. I put on the, on the, uh, cause I'm using a crossbow. So I mounted it on the scope and I just sort of clamped it onto the scope rings. It is, you know, and then I had the camera mounted on top of that. So this thing took up all this space. It was so obnoxious and large and deer could see it a mile away. And it, it looked like you had this giant cyclops eye staring at you. You had the scope eye and then the cyclops eye from the video camera above it. So these giant two inch, uh, you know, inch and a half, two inch eyes looking at you, one on top of the other. It was just really, and it was just giant, right? And then I had, and the video camera's upside down because the way it was mounted, so I had to flip all the video and the computer and, oh, what a <laughs> nightmare that was. Don't do that, right? You don't need to go to those great lengths. Then I switched to the GoPro, had that mounted on there, but that stuck up in the air. And every time you fire it, it shakes and all that kind of stuff. So that's an issue. Today, really, uh, I got two ways for you, the two best ways to film your hunts, period, right? And I've evolved so much in this, right? Because I, I film my hunts with DSLR camera. I had that, the Canon T5i and later on the Canon T7i. Not their, their entry-level DSLR cameras, but those are really high-end cameras by my standards. I mean, you can do really cinema uh, cinema style videos with it. So the shallow depth of field, big big lenses, the whole bit. Don't do that. You don't even need to do that, right? And it took me a long time to let go of the DSLR because I learned so much about cameras and video and photo, photography, all that good stuff with the DSLR. When I film my hunts now, and this is what I recommend everybody do, right? Make it easy. Life is easy, right? Don't make it hard. Life is easy. I wrote a song about that, right? Life is easy. I said, life is easy. Yeah, that's a good song. I like that song. Yankee Militia, my band. That's off the album, Live Free or Kill. The iced coffee is kicking in. All right, this podcast is now styling and profiling. How about that? Um, maybe not that much. But here's how I recommend you go do your filming, okay? You have a great option. Far better, in my opinion, than the GoPro, which is a wide-angle lens. I say go with the Tacticam setups. Go look at them. They can be a little bit pricey, a little bit pricey. But you can get a Tacticam, the rifle cam. That one's mounted already. That one's already zoomed in. It is set up with an optical zoom. It has lenses that are already zoomed in a little bit. And it's 4K, and it, it will do... HD 120 frames per second. So you got that super slow motion, which allows you to really look at your arrow flight. And it's always, if you mount it on the Picatinny rail, it is not going to mount on that Burris. Okay. So that's a problem that we have. You and me, we both have that problem. Mounting that on the Burris is not really an option. So, uh, because it doesn't have the tube the way that your traditional scopes do. 
But that's no problem if you have a Picatinny reel where you can mount it separately. You will get vibration with that, but if you shoot at a super high frame rate with that Tacticam, like the 120 frames per second, just leave it set on that, it will film at such a high frame rate that you it'll you know the it'll still get a lot of really good video of the arrow in flight. Okay. That's number one. The Tacticam also, you can get a separate Tacticam, a second one, and set that one off to the side. Think about this, right? I do that all the time. You see my, uh, what do I call it? The field cam, right? And I put that on a clamp. I've done a camera clamp video. You can look that up on the YouTubes and you'll find that camera clamp video. But that way you can clamp that in a tree, then climb your tree stand. You got two cameras and you control that second camera, that field cam with a remote control. And you can use that remote control to control both cameras. It really isn't that hard to set up. What I like about the tactic cams is they're not getting real they weren't real complicated, the 5.0 series, that, that era of tactic cams. The newer ones have like screens on them and stuff. I don't know why they're trying to make a simple, perfect camera more complicated because it makes it less perfect. But whatever, maybe I'm wrong on that. But that's usually what happens, right? You look at the original Bungie, the most simple, perfect crossbow of all time. And then you look at a modern Excalibur and you're like, what on earth is this? Tiny, high output express limbs that still break? What's that all about? <laughs> right? And our, I have a Burt Coyote Luminock that slides in the back of an arrow. Perfect, right? Nice flat knock. What's the new knock look like on a current Excalibur, the modern Excalibur? Where's the simplicity? It's got a groove in it and a little switch to turn it on and off. What are we doing here? Holy cow. But I, I understand. It, I, I digress, right? Um, it is what it is. That's the way of the world, right? Um, they got to take something perfect and screw it up. I don't know. Whatever. But nonetheless, okay? Um, what we have with the tactic cams, look them over, but I think that's your best filming option. I do have one more way to film for you though. One more perfect way. And you already have it. It's so perfect. It's so perfect. You don't even have to buy it. Think about this. It's so perfect. It's free. There's nothing more perfect than free. Is there? I don't know. Your cell phone. Your cell phone probably has a better camera than any other camera that's ever been made in the history of the world. Man, is that true? Holy cow. And it took me a while. I had so much energy, so much knowledge, so much learning invested and money invested in the DSLR. Last year, I actually sold all of my DSLR equipment and lenses and cases and camera bodies and microphones and everything. I let it all go. I still have a couple of microphones, but... Um, but I kept a microphone, but the microphone, I, I can plug it into the cell phone. The audio on the cell phone is even better on this cell phone than it was with that microphone. Like the plugging the microphone into the cell phone actually makes the audio worse. So, cause phones really, one, one thing phones are designed to do is capture audio, right? And, and play audio. That's what they do. It's a phone. It, it's, you know receiving and transmitting audio that's what it does primarily but man the phones are so good and they have so many options and just play around with that you can use a camera clamp and put that right in your tree stand clamp it right next to you put it on a tripod next to you and you're blind if you're hunting on the ground like i'm going to be doing you can get a little gorilla pod look at those the joby gorilla pod that thing is adjustable and it's small and it doesn't take up a lot of space and you just set it on the ground next to you and push play push record when the deer shows up shoot the deer you know and and i can do 4k 60 with that so i got 60 frames per second and 4k where you can zoom in on 4k you can blow that up on a computer screen it still looks great 
And you could do super, super slow motion that I posted on our Facebook page where it shows the arrow in flight and you can see the fletchings turning. Holy cow, I got a video coming about that. I love Crossbow Appreciation Month. It gives me a chance to make all these little short videos. And, and here's the other thing about Crossbow Appreciation Month too. I know I'm jumping all around. But I start out in Crossbow Appreciation Month with, um, I always do, oh, the first week is going to be, you know, welcome to Crossbow Appreciation Month because that's like a partial week. And then the first full week is like going to be arrow week. And the second full week is going to be accuracy week or speed week. And then the third full week is going to be uh, broadhead week or whatever. And then by the time I get going on these videos, it's like, yeah, forget that. I'm not going to do that video. I'm going to do this other video. So there, there's that, right? So I hope that helps you with your recording questions after all that. Did you get something out of that? I hope that helps. Where's Bungie? I missed the show. <laughs> Bungie's been hanging in the trophy room this whole time. Where have you been? <laughs> Thank you, friend of Bungie, Ralph. Uh, you haven't posted a video in a long time, and I know how hard it is to post videos and on a consistent basis basis uh looks like you skipped over turkey season hopefully you'll be back for uh the uh, what is it 42 days of awesomeness uh here in jersey it's a little bit different uh we start in september and at the end of january uh, just checking in, see if you are okay. Uh, never know what happens. Uh, I tried to start an outdoor channel last year and my boss had a liver transplant, so I had to do extra duty and didn't have enough time to record after I started the channel, uh, along with, uh, I had started it right before, uh, Death by Bungie was going to have their meet and greet, and you decide not to have the meet and greet. Uh, that was one of the plans for my channel to, you know, go to that. But, yeah, maybe this year. And it is what it is. I uh, hope you're okay. And let's uh, get more content going. Hope to see you. Uh, killing deer this year thanks well john i i actually uh man i appreciate your guys's concern i had a lot of people reaching out to me about where i went because i did kind of drop off the face of the earth there not kind of i just did and it is what it is right it is what it is don't be too concerned about that again the meet and greets down the road that'll be coming and i will tell you you should go forward with your channel i love doing this stuff and it's a lot of fun and uh, you know, I never expected it to be as big as it was, to be honest, as big as it's gotten. We're hitting, going to hit uh, 37,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel uh, very soon here. And I never expected, I remember the where I was sitting the day I found out I had 3,000 subscribers, right? And it took me years to get to 3,000 subscribers. And I hit the 3,000 and I was like, holy cow, I can't believe, can you, and I showed it to a guy who was another lawyer I was having lunch with, can you believe this? I found 3,000 friends of Bungie, 3,000 people who hunt with a crossbow out there and appreciate what we're doing, right? Who appreciate the outdoors. That's fantastic. And 
Uh, John, you're going to find the same thing, right? Get out there and make some acquaintances and you find people that you like and those friends of Bungie's, whether I hunted with them or whether they're people that I've just communicated with off the YouTube channel, that sort of thing. I really appreciate all of that community, all of that um, camaraderie that we get from doing this. So please get your channel going. Uh, the you, the same story applies to you. The same uh, feedback applies to you as far as you know, what you can do to take part in future meet and greets if we do them. Heck, down the road, maybe I'll just do meet and greets. I don't know. Uh, this year, the hunting season, I'm going to digress a little bit more as I'm finishing up this iced coffee here. But I will tell you this. This year, the, the hunting season is uh, up in the air for me, right? Genevieve doesn't have time to hunt because she's a taxidermist. So that eats into a lot of her time. Last year, first full year of doing, being a taxidermist for Genevieve, and she did really, really well for herself. She took in, I don't know, 12, 16 bucks, something like that. I, I don't know what it was. And a bunch of other animals too, right? She's got a coyote that she's working on, stuff like that. So she took in all these animals. And for a sole practitioner, only person in the shop, and I certainly am no help. I don't know anything about taxidermy. But boy, she worked so hard. I am so proud of her. Let me just brag about my, about my daughter real quick. She goes to work every day, works full time, very responsible, doing that, doesn't miss work, isn't late, none of that stuff. She's done so well with that. On top of that, she comes home every day and she spends time doing her uh, taxidermy. So she's in her shop for a few hours every day and on the weekends. And she does a deer or two each day on the weekend. And she's working full-time and has a second job as a taxidermist. How great is that? And that that's right where you want to be in life. Young lady, 20 years old, going to be 21 at the end of the year here. And she is working full-time, doesn't have any debt, has money saved up. She's going to buy a house someday before too long. She'll have enough money to put a down payment on a house, the whole bit. And uh, doesn't have any debt. I mean, she's just, she's right where, she's way ahead, way ahead of where I was at her age. Let's put it that way. And she's much more mature. She gets that from her mother, I guess. It is what it is. So enough of that. But to tell you, you know, those meet and greets down the road, she didn't have a lot of time to... Uh, we are going to Maryland. Actually, that was up in the air, I, uh, whether or not we'd be hunting in Maryland. But Maryland opens in September, see? Just like you do in New Jersey there, friend of Bundy John. So you're not the only one who might get some September hunting in, okay? And if I go to Maryland with her and we get our, our Maryland fix, right, then we can bring back those deer, have them in the cool in the freezers and have that done or whatever we do if we're successful there. And then, then we would go on to the, uh, you know, um, oh, in October we open up here in Pennsylvania and she'll start getting deer again. So she won't have a lot of Saturdays to hunt and we'll still squeeze in some hunting time here and there. And there's no doubt about that. We definitely will. That's a, that's a fact. That's a mandatory thing, but it's not like she can spend every waking moment hunting or anything like that in October. So she won't have that opportunity. But if we do it this way, I think We'll both have some hunting in, and then whatever else we get for the rest of the year here in Pennsylvania is gravy. That's great. You know, just icing on the cake, so to speak. But Maryland is going to be the cake. And I'm thinking down the road, those meet and greets, my point is this. The meet and greets might be a way for her, as she becomes hunting, uh, hunt, uh, so busy during the hunting seasons, the meet and greets might be a way for her to squeeze in that added hunting, you know, during the year. Whether it's a, a late season meet and greet, you know, someplace and you know, and early season meet and greets other places. And the same thing for me. Um, so I will probably uh, be tied up work-wise 
with the campaign in October, November, because the election's in November, and I got to make sure that I get elected, and I will get elected because I'm the only person on the ballot now. I won the primary, so there's I don't have an opponent in the fall. That's kind of nice. And so we've got that to deal with. But that's going to take up my time because I still have responsibilities, right? So uh, hunting is always a priority for me. Don't get me wrong. That that won't change, right? And the, me dropping off the face of the earth for, as you pointed out, friend of Bungie John, missing the entire spring gobbler season. I took it off. This is the first time I've missed that in 14 years. I haven't didn't hunt for spring gobbler. Next year, I might take a trip for spring gobbler and go to Maryland or go someplace and hunt spring gobbler with a guide somewhere, right, where I've increased my chances a little bit because hunting a small property in Pennsylvania is has its limitations with turkeys. You know, I've, I've had uh, no success. I've only ever killed one spring gobbler, and that was with a shotgun. That was before I started crossbow hunting. So, uh, Or actually, it was right around the time that I started crossbow hunting, but I just didn't take the crossbow out for a spring gobbler. What was I thinking, you know? Uh, but I shot a spring... I sp- shot my gobbler with a shotgun at 20 yards, and the shotgun... I talk about this in the Death by Bungie Crossbow story, if you want to read that book, but the shotgun actually jammed up on me and I had to unload it and rack a new shell to shoot that gobbler. Unfortunately, it didn't, wasn't, didn't hear me and it didn't run away or didn't, you know, whatever, but I was sitting in a blind doing this. Looking back, it's like Bungie wouldn't have had that problem. Bungie, uh, you know, pull the trigger and that, that turkey would have been dead. I, if I had just had the crossbow instead of the shotgun, this is one of those moments where I realized I'm a crossbow hunter, you know, I don't need a shotgun to kill a turkey. So there you go. So here's what I'm going to do. We're hitting the 30 minute mark here, right? That's a nice lengthy podcast. I am going to run into Walmart and buy my grill cover and all that good stuff. Then I'll go home and I'll get this podcast up for you folks, you friends of Bungie. And then we'll come back with another podcast down the road, answering the rest of these questions. What do you think about that? I hope you like that idea until next time. All Hail Bungie.